the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. To have faith in God is not a stagnant state. It's a journey. As a believer, we should grow in our knowledge of God and His Word. Walk with Alan Cutting and many other believers as together we walk the believer's journey. Aloha, and thank you for joining us today on The Believer's Journey. And uh, I want to thank all of you for supporting our ministry, for uh, writing in, for praying for us. I want to thank our sponsors, uh, Guerrero CPA, Trade Show Displays, and Allison and Thompson Insurance for supporting us and sponsoring our program and our ministry. Um, today, I'm in the studio, and I want to do a little bit something different here. Um, I just finished the Ten Commandments, and uh, I want to do a little summary over the Ten Commandments because uh, I'm not sure I really got it all together as we did one by one. So we're going to go through this a little bit. I won't both go by one by one, but I'm going to do an overview so that we can get the idea that what the Ten Commandments are for and why we have them and how they interact with one another, okay? So, let's go ahead and begin. Um, The Ten Commandments, and and I've taught this before, they're not the law, okay? The law of God that's given to Moses, the 613 laws that were given, that is not the law. It is something totally different than when God delivered the people from Egypt, he gave them these statements to help provide for them the understanding that they needed to have a relationship with him and a relationship with each other to honor him and to honor one another and to, to build this whole society of, of, of moral society that was godly. Okay, and, and this is not what they had when they were in Egypt. So this is really why they have the Ten Commandments, and this is what I wanted to, to express. Um, it's important that we understand... For example, the, the first commandment it, it has everything to do with God as your God, okay? That uh, we don't have idolatry. Idolatry is a big thing, not only in the Old Testament, also in the New Testament. A lot of the lists that Paul writes about, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, they may lead to idolatry, back to the first commandment here. And I think it's important we can see that, that it's a, not something just an Old Testament teaching, but rather... It's an entire scripture of teaching. And so when he says, have no other gods before me, um, I believe we can relate that as whatever is, import, is important to you or more important to you than who what God is to you becomes a God to you or becomes your God. And I think this is one of the main thrusts here we're talking about, that God needs to be the most important uh, of all things, or center of all things in your life. And, and that's really, I think, where we're, we're talking about this. This is back to, again, relationship. I believe the Ten Commandments are given to us to understand God in terms of relationship. God is a God of relationship, always has been a God of relationship. And I believe these, these ten statements that we have here 
uh, edify that relationship, not only with between us and him, but uh, with, uh, between us with each other as we live in a, in a society that uplifts one another, that brings morality to one another, and we honor God and each other. I think that's why we have these 10 statements, these 10 commandments. Uh, one of the things I want to really point out <clears throat> is on the third commandment, um, we've been taught many times over and over again that we shall not take God's name in vain. And the fallacy of that whole statement is the word take. We take that thinking that we should not say the name of God in vain, which is not what it means. Uh, it actually means you shouldn't carry the name of God or you shall not bear the name of God in vain, which really tends to, what it means then basically is don't don't call yourself a believer and live like you're a non-believer. Don't, don't claim that you live in righteousness and holiness and then go and live in sin the next day or the next week or so forth. And that's really what it means. It's back to that relationship. Okay, my relationship with God is that which I live in holiness, okay, within him. It's, it's a relationship. And I think that's so, so very important. One of the big things that I'm finding in my uh, last couple months is there's a lot of people who struggle over and fight over in the body of believers the Sabbath day. My problem with the Sabbath day isn't that it tells us we should have the Sabbath day and that was Old Testament, now we're in New Testament, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, because now people go to church on Sundays. My problem is the people arguing about it, okay? We want to say on one on the right hand side, we're telling people on the left hand side that well, since you're you have to go to uh, worship on the Sabbath, that you're worshiping the Sabbath and you're not worshiping God, and you're really you know it becomes legalistic. But at the same time, the people are saying, well, we're not going to do this; we're going to do it this Sunday instead or this day, whatever. You too are being legalistic, so it doesn't matter if you want to fight it on either side. You're being legalistic either way. And as far as I read in Scripture, I don't care if it's New Testament or Old Testament, legalism is a no-no. It's, it's, it's taboo. It's something that Jesus got upset about with the Pharisees. And that's exactly how they acted toward one another. And it's exactly how you guys are acting toward one another when you've got to fight about what is the Sabbath. The Sabbath doesn't mean Saturday. It never did mean Saturday. It just happened to be Saturday was the seventh day when they were worshiping and that was their Sabbath. If you make your Sabbath day a Sunday, at least you're making a day your day of worship. The problem I see with today is many people either don't worship at all on, on a particular day, or they take an hour out of the day or an hour and a half out of the day, they go to church, then they go to work the rest of the day, or they go do something else the rest of the day. And it's not about taking the day and honoring it for the Lord and for their family and so forth. That's where the problem lies. We need to understand that, you know, when, when it says here, uh, take the honor the Sabbath day, don't do any work on that day, guess what? That's what it means. So some people, today's world, you know, it's kind of hard sometimes to take a Saturday when you work on Saturday. So you go to, you go to your service and you, you worship on the Sunday. But you take the day. You take the entire day. You don't just take an hour. And we don't want to just say, well, I checked, I checked in for the day and I'm done. 
we need to understand why do we have this Sabbath day? Well, it helps us in every area of our life, emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually. And, it, and it's important we do that. We need to take that time. And I think it's important that we as believers, you know, stop calling each other sinners because we do or don't honor that day or we're fighting amongst each other and calling each other heretics or we're saying you obviously are not a believer because you do or don't worship on on the on that particular saturday and i think that's important that we understand that we need to be of one mind you know we need to be of one you know god and that's where we really find this important now it's interesting that the first four um commandments they all direct ourselves to god the fifth commandment is interesting because i think it's like a bridge i don't know i don't remember if i said this during the period when we were talking about honoring your father and mother but it's a bridge because in honoring your father and mother you are you are recognizing that state of authority the one what you have with god what you have with your parents and you're also recognizing the relationship with other human beings. So it's like a bridge from honoring God to honoring people, to living with people, to living with God. So it's kind of that bridge commandment. I think it's really important. Again, I, I've said this before, this, these commandments are not given to children. These are given to adults. So when we talk about honoring our father and mother, what are we talking about? We're talking about taking care of our parents when they're older. You know, this is this was what the the historical people they did back in history uh, years ago in biblical times, and this is really important. Don't think that just because you tell your kids you need to honor me by saying yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no ma'am, and you're good and obeying what I'm saying, but you don't take care of your parents when they're older that you're doing the right thing. Okay. You're doing the wrong thing. You've got to be taking care of your parents. It's part of what it is. And I think it's really, really important. And the rest of them, you know, it's all about dealing with people and how we honor them. I think that the first commandment, if someone were to ask me what are the most important commandments, I don't think you can really separate them. However, I really think the first commandment and the last commandment are, are the key commandments. The reason why I say uh, the first and last, the first obviously is about honoring God and the relationship you have with God. The last commandment, thou shalt not covet, has a lot to do with your selfishness, with you, what is what is it that you want in life and how do you direct that. And within coveting, you have all the other commandments that lay before it. You know, people, and I said this on the program when I talked about people that murder, first they they're, have a problem with coveting before they murder. People who steal have a problem with coveting before they steal. People who commit adultery have a problem with coveting before they commit adultery. People who make idols and, and so forth and, and create these things have a problem with their idolatry, with their they're honoring God. They're coveting before they do this. So I think it's really important that we understand that coveting, you know, it's interesting that God put these this in the first is, a, you know, idolatry or, or honoring God. And the last one, the coveting, because the way they work together is between the first and last and everything in between is connected by these. And I think that's really important. So the 10 statements that we have, these 10 commandments, uh, I believe are these these four things. 
Um, and I believe these four things are brought up to us in the Old Testament and they're taught to us also in the New Testament. And these are what they are. The, the Ten Commandments teach us and they're called, they call us to live, number one, in holiness. God is holy. He calls us to be holy. Okay. It calls us to righteousness, right living, uh, right wiseness. Actually, before the term righteousness became, it was called right wiseness. Okay. A right wise. So we need to learn to live in righteousness. Number, the third one, obedience, you know, calls us to live in obedience. These are things Jesus taught. These are things Paul, Apostle Paul, Apostle John, Moses, David, you know, Joshua, all these people taught in all the entire scriptures. Okay. And lastly is faith. You know, all these things that we live by in these statements, in these commandments, is we live them by faith. And I think these four things, holiness, righteousness, obedience, and faith, are the key ingredients for these Ten Commandments. And it is really important that we understand that. So, I do believe that God would never ask us to live in any way that's outside of his own character. Okay? God is holy. He's not going to ask us to live in an unholy way. So when we look at these 10 statements, we are looking at something that God deems holy. Okay, uh, When we want a society that is morally right and honors one another, we're seeking holiness, really. And if we're in the, the livelihood of what God has given us in salvation, in a life, in a more abundant life, then we're looking to seek out holiness. And I think that's what the very center of and primary attribute of God is. And I think that when you look at these commandments, you're looking at God seeking for us to live a holy life. I think that's really very, very important. Okay, so God calls us to live in a... Um, Live in holiness. He calls us. He calls us to live in, in a, uh, a to love God. He, he to uh, that God has revered us. He calls us to love people, honor people, to live in a moral society. And so, this is what we have in these Ten Commandments that I think are very important. That we honor God, we honor other each other, we live for one another, and I think that's really important. Everything about the Ten Commandments, okay, calls us to live in a committed relationship with God and honoring a relationship with the brethren, okay? Everything about the Ten Commandments are this way. There's nothing in the Ten Commandments that deviates from that lifestyle of living and honoring God and living and honoring one another, okay? It's just what it is. And nothing in the Bible has changed God's perspective nor God's call or direction in our lives, okay? So whatever whatever God has called us to be, be and wherever he has called us to go, these things follow. They're part of what, how God wants us to live. They don't quit because now we have a New Testament, you know. Uh, look at it as we have a second testament, not a New Testament, but a second testament, which brings on you know, and continues on from the from the first testament. I think that's really important. So a true believer is one who follows the teachings of God. Okay? A true Christian, so I'm gonna put this in now in Christian terms, a true Christian is one who follows the teachings of God incarnate, Jesus the Messiah. So this is how I look at the Ten Commandments. I think it's very important we see this, we understand it. 
And, and in following these teachings of God, following these teachings of Jesus, we can truly then say we are actually a believer. We are actually a Christian because we follow those teachings. Okay? So that's it. That's my summary of, uh, of the Ten Statements, Ten Commandments. And if you have any comments or any questions whatsoever, uh, please write them in. If you're new to my uh, program here on YouTube, please uh, comment, uh, subscribe, like if you like it. And I'll be sure to answer you. And I appreciate everybody who joins in and, and supports our ministry. Okay? Thank you and aloha. Alan Cutting and the Believer's Journey radio program seeks to teach the Word of God in a clear and practical manner. For more information, please visit the podcast page at am630theword.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.